At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Hour number two, I am Brady Cannon, live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook on the fabulous Las Vegas Strip and in wonderful downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino. My partner inside the VEASAN studio, Mr. Wes Reynolds. And Wes, we've got the soccer match at the halftime break at Wembley Stadium, the final match, the championship match between England and Italy at Wembley Stadium. And the scoring got started early. England puts one on the board in the third minute of the contest they go the rest of the way to the 45th minute and we are currently at the break with the same score England out in front one to nothing yeah the uh, only shot on goal for the English and they are one for one as they got that goal of course in the the first two minutes Shaw the fastest ever goal in the history of a Euro final so now we're just starting the second 45 minutes the second half here at Wembley Stadium one nothing England Uh, Italy in terms of the stats they They've had they've dominated the possession 62% to 38%. Uh, they've had more shots. They've had more attempts on goal. Six versus the one for England. So, like we said, England's defense has been the best in this tournament, and that's what uh, uh, the manager Southgate has done. They've lived really off their defense, and then they get a counterattack. And this is a team that's been pretty good at sitting on a lead. Nevertheless, the Italians are certainly putting the pressure on them and dominating the possession. But just into the second 45 minutes now. One nothing England, uh, 46th minute of the match. Let's go back to the Diamonds West. We've got three more baseball games to touch on that are about to go to first pitch here in the next five minutes or so. And we'll go to Chavez Ravine where the Los Angeles Dodgers are hosting the Arizona Diamondbacks. Are they still scoring runs uh, from what they did on Saturday night? 22-1, to I believe, was the final tally. The Dodgers over the Arizona Diamondbacks as things just continue to be bad for the Snakes. Today it'll be Gonsolin versus Merrill Kelly. And the Dodgers once again a big favorite here at BetMGM. Minus 300 with a total of nine, Wes. At this point, I could only take the Diamondbacks, and you mentioned 22-1 to last night. Is it called a rouge up there in the CFL where they get that single point? Because it looks like a <laughs> Mercy CFL rule. score. Yes. It, when, when they kick it and it's down in the end zone, it's a touchback in the NFL, but I believe they give you a single point in the Canadian Football League for that. So Arizona at least got a rouge last night and got on the board, but obviously that's being bet here today with 
with uh, uh, Gonsolin now a $3 favorite at BetMGM and even higher at some places. I'm seeing 310, 315. Merrill Kelly actually has been a little bit of a bright spot for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think he's pitched better of late, has gotten there at some decent uh, prices, but I think one of the reasons, too, why this price is so high, not only last night's result, but Nick Ahmed, Cole Calhoun, Pavin Smith, not going to be in the starting lineup. Like we said, some guys might be resting and given an extra day off before they go on vacation, essentially, for the All-Star break. So that is why you're seeing this big price, because Tony Gonsolin, you look, you wouldn't expect that he's going to be a candidate necessarily to go deep into a game. His XFIP right now, I believe, is 490, and his ERA is at 196. So, I mean, you could see some possible regression depending on how long he goes in the game. But I know the Dodgers basically at full strength with the lineup they're putting out there today with Mookie Betts and Muncie and Turner and Bellinger, et cetera, et cetera. But I think this price is too high. I'm sure people have, it's in a lot of parlays uh, across sports books here in Las Vegas and across America for this Sunday afternoon. But at this point, it would be Diamondbacks or nothing. And, you know, Merrill Kelly, there's worth. There's worse shots in terms of uh, a big underdog than necessarily Merrill Kelly, how he's pitched lately. So uh, lean to the Arizona Diamondbacks for me. Maybe a small play I'm going to make here. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get involved, but you're absolutely right about Merrill Kelly. He has been one of the brighter spots for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I think we kind of see this phenomenon in the market day in and day out now for probably the past three, maybe even four or five weeks with the Arizona Diamondbacks, where the price is always skewed towards the favorite, and you could make an, you could make an argument that you should be betting the Arizona Diamondbacks based on the number every day. The problem is they just continue to lose, so yeah. it's very difficult to bet on that team, but you're right. The, the price is always skewed where they shouldn't be getting that much plus money and probably the case here again today against the Dodgers. Let's go down the street to Petco Park where the San Diego Padres will take on the Colorado Rockies and the Rockies have been very competitive in this series with San Diego. Uh, shut out the Padres on Saturday night in a good matchup there with uh, Joe Musgrove against Herman Marquez. Today it'll be John Gray against Ryan Weathers and the Padres once again a big favorite here at minus one 90 at BetMGM, the total of eight and a half, and it looks like, I mean, if you base it off of last night's, last night's result, Herman Marquez has been pitching real well his last few starts, but Colorado may be getting a little bit better on the road, Wes. Yeah, they're 8-34, and 34, so nothing to write home about here, so it's obviously tough to back this team on the road, and Marquez, who's been pitching very well, now there's some trade rumors, like we mentioned with Trevor Story, that the Rockies of course probably going to be sellers as they are well out of it in the NL West, but John Gray has been pitching very solid. He's basically been pitching to his career numbers. He's throwing his slider more. His ground ball rate is now at a career high of just over 51%. So, you know, we'll see getting out of Colorado if you can pitch on the road. John Gray is always a guy at least look at on the road, not necessarily bet, but he's getting support. One of the things the Rockies do is they defend very well. He's, they've got arguably the best defense in the National League. In terms of runs saved, I believe they're plus 50 in that mark but the offense just really hasn't generated a lot 4.3 runs a game so the way I would probably attack this Brady is first five with the Colorado Rockies I think that's the direction to go here because Weathers is not a guy he's a good young prospect for the Padres but he, they don't really pitch him late into games so that is the way I would look I would go first five here I think it's plus 140 now at the close of business here at BetMGM and that's the way I'd target the Rockies this afternoon. And final game here for your afternoon on Sunday is the Seattle Mariners hosting the Los Angeles Angels, and they have just gotten underway, so if you want to get involved in this one, at this point, it would be an in-game bet. The game closes as a pick -em here at BetMGM, minus 110 either way with a total of nine. Starting the game, it'll be Suarez for the Angels against Santiago for the Mariners, and Seattle trying to pull off the sweep in the Pacific Northwest, Wes. Yeah, and you look, uh, Hector Santiago, I believe, has an appeal on the foreign substance that was found in his glove. So he's going to start ne nevertheless today for Seattle. And uh, Jose Suarez is kind of going to be the opener for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So the money has gone to Seattle a little bit here, and I actually lean there in that one because I have a little bit more confidence in that bullpen necessarily than I do in the Los Angeles Angels. So I'm seeing 113 was kind of the close here on Seattle, and I think that that's the right. We've had a small flip of favorites. I think that's the right move. 
All right, let's take a look at the leaderboard in Silvis, Illinois, the John Deere Classic, the final tune-up before next week's Open Championship, the final major of your golf season. And Lucas Glover, he's got a major under his belt, a U.S. Open winner at Beth Page Black. Mr. Glover has the lead at the John Deere at 17 under par. He's played 14 holes, so four holes left to play. He's got a one-shot advantage over Adam Shank, who has run into some trouble on the 15th hole. Ryan Moore is also a shot back at 16 under par. He's through 13, and Hank Lebiota is currently the leader in the clubhouse at 15 under par. Seamus Power, one of Matt Eumann's plays, is at 15 under par. He's currently playing the 18th hole right now. He'll have to get to at least 16 under par if he figures to have a chance here, but Lucas Glover, this guy has had a lot of good finishes, you know, the last couple years, really. I've bet on him a few times, Wes, and successfully for a top 20 finish or what have you, but might actually get one into the win column here today. Yeah, and these guys also competing not only for a tour win, but also the spot in the Open Championship next week. So Lucas Glover does have a one-shot lead. Adam Shank, I believe, got a drop off a car path. Nice second shot from that lie he has as he has now dropped a shot. He's back to 16 under, tied with Ryan Moore, a former winner of this event, I believe, back in 2016 in August, which was actually, it was during an Olympic year, so this got moved back to August that year. And that's actually Ryan Moore's last PG Tour win, and he's a guy that you know could use a win here because he's 194 coming into the week in the FedEx Cup standings. So right, Rymo needs to go low here. But right now we're seeing at BetMGM, Lucas Glover has now got on to odds-on favoritism at minus 125. But we know odds-on favoritism when there's still a lot of golf to play, as indicated by yours truly the last two weeks when we had both <laughs> odds-on favorites with Bubba Watson and Joaquin Neiman, and how many outright winners did we end up with? That would be zero. So Lucas Glover right now minus 125 with a one-shot lead. Ryan Moore at five to one. Kevin Na down there two strokes back at 15 under. He is eight to one along with Adam Shank. Seabass, Sebastian Munoz, I believe is a couple back. He is at 12 to one. Brandon Haggy 20 to one. Scott Brown 28 to one. Luke List two shots back at 33 to one. Then you go down to Mav McNeely and Ches Reeve at 50 to one. A lot of these guys like Lebiota and Power that are going to get in the clubhouse. I'm just not sure if it's going to stand up. Lebioto, the leader in the clubhouse, and he has played tremendous golf over the past few weeks, so another really great finish for him as he's going to keep his card and return to the PGA Tour next season, but 15 under I don't think is going to hold up. I was talking with Dave Ross yesterday. I thought maybe 20 under was going to be the winning score. May have been a little bit generous. It may end up being around around 19, but usually at the John Deere Classic, if you're 20 under, you're at least right up there on that first page of the leaderboard, but Lucas Glover now with a one-shot lead with four holes left to play at the JDC. We're going to get a little bit of an earlier finish, I believe, uh, simply because of some of the weather uh, teed off a little bit early. So well on pace to get this done inside the TV window, which we have not the last couple weeks, of course, because it went to playoffs. An eight-hole playoff at the Travelers, a five-hole playoff at the Rocket Mortgage last week in Detroit. So could potentially get another playoff. This is a very compacted leaderboard. You basically have nine guys within two shots of the lead. Yeah, the worst spot you want to be where Lucas Glover is, the odds-on favorite You don't want to be the leader, right and, but maybe for <laughs> Lucas Glover, I'm not on him, so he's probably going to go ahead and get this home uh, uh, with uh, relative ease uh, if uh, trends follow suit of the last two weeks as uh, Ryan Moore takes his second to 14. That's going to be short. Ryan Moore, by the way, one shot back, tied for second with Adam Shank. And Seamus Power, his approach shot into the 18th hole, comes up about 10 to 12 feet short. He'll have that for birdie to get to 16 under par and eliminate officially Hank Lebiota, who is currently the leader in the clubhouse at 15 under par. So Power trying to take over that role of the leader in the clubhouse and get it to 16 under par. Again, Lucas Glover currently leading through 14 holes at 17 under par. Wes, let's talk a little basketball. Game three, the NBA Finals tonight in Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo and company back home trailing the Phoenix Suns two games to none. They have been made the favorite to win this game and get back into this series, not get into a 3-0 hole. They were three-and-a-half-point favorites when this line came up. They moved to four-point favorites, and now across the board all over town here in Las Vegas, they have moved to four-and-a-half-point favorites, and we've seen the total dance around a little bit. It was pretty much at 222 all week long. 
It tipped up or ticked up rather to 221 or excuse me 222 and a half. And now we're seeing it tick back down a little bit. I am seeing one 221 and a half. That is right here at BetMGM, and that is the low water market in the market as far as the total is concerned. Yeah, and I would lean a little bit to the under. Obviously, it didn't work out in game two. We're seeing 222 is basically the high in the market. 221 also out there right here where I'm sitting at Circa Sports. So, look, I understand in terms of the, of the pace and obviously the regular season numbers, you think maybe there had, the adjustment has not been made as of yet. I know Jonathan Von Tobel made that case in his piece that you can read at vcin.com. I lean to the under, but what I elected to do, and I want to, before I, before I explain this, kind of let people know, obviously, you are paying the tax in the line in terms of the bounce back here with the team down 2-0. So you're, you're getting overly taxed already in the line. From So from a numbers perspective, this might not be the best play, but from a situational perspective, and that's what you have to weigh, are you, do you trust more of the numbers or do you trust more of the situation? And the situation would indicate the Milwaukee Bucks here in a bounce back spot. So I did money line in the first quarter and also the first half. Uh, I, I just think eventually there's going to be a game where you're going to have Phoenix just not have the energy because these guys are playing a lot of minutes Brady and you've had Dario Saric now a guy they like to play off the bench a big guy when Aiton goes to to the pine he's going to be out for the rest of the series Torrey Craig has been hurt it looks like he's probable but you've got these Phoenix players and I think it was Jeff Van Gundy when I was watching the end of game two saying these guys are playing like a lot of minutes because you saw even with Phoenix winning the game and they were kind of tired there at the at, at the end. Now, they had enough of a lead on Milwaukee, and Milwaukee still has to make those adjustments defensively. But even with the tax, I'm going to lean on the situation over the number here, and that's why I went first quarter money line and first half money line on the Milwaukee Bucks. I think this is really now or never because a lot of people might be a little lukewarm on this favorite, even though you're seeing it get some money. So uh, it's kind of like Blue Horseshoe likes Anacott Steel. Blue Horseshoe likes the Milwaukee. Bucks tonight and I think it's a I think it's a lot of sharper money that doesn't mean it's going to be the right money necessarily but that's what basically you're seeing here you're seeing people kind of bet the situation in that regard even off Giannis having the big hero game in game two and it still wasn't enough that they lost by 10 points so I can understand why people are coming back on the Phoenix Suns here at an inflated number and that's why I went ahead and just played money line first quarter and first half because now at four and a half and even seeing some fives out there I think the number is probably a little bit inflated if you want to play the full game yeah, I would agree with you, and I think the two plays that you made are very wise decisions because if Milwaukee does not come out inspired in the first quarter and for the entire first half, they're going to be in real trouble here, and you would expect them to. It doesn't seem like game after game we're going to get Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday you know, not showing up per se. They really haven't been the players that we've seen in the past couple series. Phoenix has really been able to neutralize Holiday and Middleton for the Milwaukee Bucks. You have to believe that they're going to show up here eventually. I think that they will in the first half. I think that they probably win this game. I also agree with you, though, that number's starting to get pretty big if you're thinking about the Milwaukee Bucks covering the four and a half or five points for the entire contest. We'll talk about that more on the other side. Stick with us inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zone presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Sunday afternoon, the final Sunday before the Major League Baseball All-Star break, and we've got some games in progress as we speak. Some have gone final, but they're going to go extra innings here in Baltimore. They are currently in the top of the 10th inning, the Chicago White Sox and the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles looking to avoid a sweep here as the Chicago White Sox look to continue their run in the AL Central, have extended their lead over the Cleveland Indians to seven and a half games. The Indians had their game postponed today. But right now, four apiece between the White Sox and the Orioles in the top of the 10th. And it's a final in Miami. The Miami Marlins avoid the sweep at home at the hands of the Atlanta Braves. Seven to four, your final there. The game sails over the total. And Wes, quite an effort for Pablo Lopez, the starting pitcher for the Miami Marlins. Yeah, he set a Major League Baseball record. He actually struck out the first nine batters he he faced, struck out the side in all three of his first innings. By the way, that's what he ended up with, with nine strikeouts all in the first three innings. Goes six innings strong, only gives up three earned, five hits, but those nine strikeouts, that was enough as Pablo Lopez and the Marlins get the win 7-4 over the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves just got the 500. Now one game under 500 as, of course, they now have to deal with the reality that they'll have no Ronald Acuna Jr. for the rest of the season. The Pittsburgh Pirates have taken the lead over the New York Mets. We're in the top of the ninth inning, and they are winning 6-5. to five. That would give them a series win over New York as they split a doubleheader on Saturday. The Toronto Blue Jays finish off the Tampa Bay Rays. That ends a six-game winning streak for Tampa Bay, and also the Blue Jays at the same time are, are uh, able to avoid the sweep there in that series. 3-1, to one, your final there. That game goes under the total, and Toronto actually won as a favorite in that game. Wes, I hear some cheering for the soccer match. Uh, What is going on there in Euro 2020, the final between Italy and England? We are now deadlocked, Brady. 66 minute. Italy gets a goal and and ties it up. I'll identify the player here momentarily. It was uh, the Azzurri now leading or tied actually one to one here and I, I heard that roar. So Benucci was the goal scorer for the Italians. So, look, I I mentioned they were putting more pressure in terms of controlling the ball possession and whatnot, and obviously being the aggressor, being that they're trailing in the match. And England, you know, kind of being in in a shell defense here, and it was actually a ricochet off the post. Looked like it was going to be initially saved by the English goalkeeper. He knocks it away, but Benucci, Johnny on the spot here for the Azzurri, and we are now all tied at one in Euro 2020, the final here at Wembley Stadium. Now 
going into the 67th minute. So uh, an interesting next 23 minutes, and we shall see if uh, that's going to be enough to go ahead and settle this. Obviously, if it goes 90 minutes plus the stoppage time, we know how this works here in the uh, tournament qualifying now or, or the tournament bracket. You get added extra time. You have a 15-minute period, a brief respite, and then another 15-minute period. And if it's still tied, then you go to sudden death for penalty kicks. Yeah, Johnny on the spot indeed as the Italian player was right there in the perfect position off of the ricochet to just knock it in the back of the net uncontested. So a 1-1 tie now and depending on when you got the total or where you bought the total here at 1.5 or 2, that is either a push or a loss if you were playing the under here as the 1-1 tie gets that to 2 goals total. Certainly for regulation, we are not done yet. As Wes said, 23 minutes remaining before we go to extra time as well. One in the thing final I want to jump in on though, yeah. Brady, just to cl clarify that, if you have an under two, the added extra time goal, it is not like the NHL or it's not like extra innings in baseball or overtime in football and basketball. If you get a goal and added extra time, that does not apply to your total wagers. This is just for 90 minutes and stoppage time. So if we end that at two, you're still going to get a push if you're an under two backer. Yep, absolutely, and great to point that out. Soccer betting can be very confusing, and you want to find out all the different nuances because you've got regular, you've got regulation, you've got extra time, you've got penalty kicks just to win in advance, all different kinds of scenarios for soccer betting. Back to the Diamonds here. The Cincinnati Reds are now tied with the Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee looking to avoid a sweep there. They still sit atop the NL Central, leading Cincinnati by just five games and trying to fend off the Reds today at at Miller Park. One to one in the bottom of the sixth inning with the Brewers at the plate. Philadelphia is still leading the Boston Red Sox five to four. They are in the top of the ninth inning there at Fenway Park. And the Detroit Tigers still hanging on to a lead over the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota going for the sweep of the Tigers today, but still trailing by two runs. Four to two in the bottom of the seventh inning there. Your in-game total is at eight and a half. And the New York Yankees looking to sweep the Astros with a one-run lead. Three to two over Houston in the top of the seventh there. Your in-game total has adjusted to seven and a half. And the Oakland Athletics leading the Texas Rangers in the bottom of the seventh inning, four to one. Wes and I will come back on the other side with more updates and also a British Open preview. The first one you're going to hear at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Subscriber exclusive this coming Tuesday, your long shots host, that'd be myself, Brady Cannon, and my partner Wes Reynolds, will be answering your golf betting questions live just in time for next week's Open Championship. We'll be live on Tuesday at 3.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 12.15 p.m. Pacific for a subscriber-only Q&A session. Subscribers will have access to watch live and ask questions, or you can also email us your questions ahead of time. Send those to questions at vsin.com. Watch for the link in your subscriber email and join myself and Wes Reynolds for all the golf betting insights this coming Tuesday. That would be July the 13th, July 15th is when they will begin the Open Championship. Let me run down real quickly the rest of your baseball scores in progress. No score yet in San Francisco. The Giants and the Nationals in the bottom of the second inning there from Oracle Park. The Los Angeles Dodgers, they picked up where they left off. They're already on the board, beating the Arizona Diamondbacks one to nothing. still batting in the bottom of the second inning there. No score at Petco Park. The San Diego Padres hosting the Colorado Rockies in the bottom of the second inning there. And the Seattle Mariners strike first blood over the Los Angeles late or excuse me almost said Lakers the Los Angeles Angels one to nothing there for the Mariners leading in the Pacific Northwest that is in the bottom of the second inning Wes and I know you've got some more updates on soccer here the final match of Euro 2020 going down at Wembley Stadium in London between England and Italy all tied at one apiece yeah 75th minute about to start here at Wembley Stadium and you can actually bet this in running at BetMGM to hoist the cup uh, the 
Cup winner, and obviously it matches the current score at 1-1, one one, minus 115 on both sides between Italy and England. If you think there's going to be a result here in the next 15 minutes plus stoppage time, Italy plus $4, England plus $4, a draw at minus 200. And then the total currently 2.5. Over is plus 130. If you think there's going to be a goal in the next 15 or plus minutes, over is plus 130, under is minus 185, and then they have an alternate total of 3.5 where over is plus 675, under minus 2,000. So you still can get involved in many ways if you're not involved yet at BetMGM or if you want a little bit more of a sweat here. But obviously... This is uh, indicative of the, or indicative rather of the final score or the current score, I should say. Italy and England minus one fifteen apiece to hoist the trophy. All right, very good. An exciting soccer final indeed. And the fans here inside Mandalay Bay Racing Sportsbook right behind me really showing their enthusiasm for both sides here. And we heard the crowd erupt when Italy was able to get the equalizer and even up this match. Did so in about the 67th minute. That was about 64 minutes between goals there. Uh, and now into about the final 15 minutes of this match tied at one apiece. Lucas Glover, by the way, now has a two-stroke advantage at the John Deer Classic. He's played 16 holes. He's at 18 under par, leading Adam Shank, Ryan Mork, and Kevin Na by two shots, who are all at 16 under par. Ryan Moore and Kevin Na still have about four or five holes left to play. So Glover, not quite in the winner's circle yet, but absolutely uh, looking like the clear favorite with a two-shot advantage and two holes to play. Wes, uh, you talk about the soccer game at Wembley Field. There's another big uh, sporting event going on not too far away in Sandwich, England. It'll be the finer, uh, final major championship of the golf season, the British Open or the Open Championship going down at Royal St. George's. And the last time we saw an Open Championship at this golf course, it was 10 years ago, 2011, when Darren Clark was your champion. And finishing runner-up right behind Clark were Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson in the top 10. Also Sergio Garcia. A lot of big names that played way back when in 2011 at this championship and I'll give you real quick what I have done so far as far as my outright bets to win it this year I went with a couple of short shots a couple of mid-range shots and a couple of long shots right now I've got Rory McIlroy in pocket and I got him at 14 uh, 14 to 1 and unfortunately he's drifted a little bit you can find him at 16 or even 17 to 1 after he missed the cut at the Scottish Open got him at 14 got Kepka at 16 which is a decent number but there are a couple of shots out there now dealing a higher price on Brooks Kepka as well. I got Jordan Spieth at 20 to 1. Now, he's pretty much at 20 to 1 consensus, but there was a time a couple days ago when he was high as high as 24 or 25 to 1. So, that's three in a row here where I haven't exactly gotten the best number. Terrell Hatton, I've got a pretty good number here on the Englishman. I got him at 43 to 1. Sergio at 60 to 1 and very interesting here. I've seen Sergio drift all the way up to better than 100 to 1. Quite a price on the Spaniard there who has had a great track record in Open Championships in the past. I took Daniel Berger at 67-1, to and I took Brandon Grace at 100-1. to I also had Bubba Watson at 125-1, to but he will not make the trip now because he has come in contact with somebody that tested positive for COVID. He doesn't want to possibly jeopardize anybody else there that he will be traveling with, so I will get a refund on that one. But Wes, basically I went with guys that have great history here, can play with a low ball flight, can play in the wind, good ball strikers. We know that this course has a lot of quirks and bumpy fairways where you can get some bad bounces. So I wanted guys that can be precision with their irons, keep that ball fight low, play in the wind, and hopefully have some success in this championship. Yeah, and, and that's kind of similar to what I'm looking at. I mean, when you look at who wins this tournament, I mean, I know we've seen long shots win, and that was back in the mid-2000s with Todd Hamilton and Ben Curtis. But by and large, guys that win the Open Championship are class players, and you've seen this over the last several years. Shane Lowry, yeah, he was 66-1, to but he'd been a class player, uh, especially on the other side of the pond for many years. Molinari, Jordan Spieth, Henrik Stenson, Zach Johnson, Rory, Phil Mickelson. A lot of these guys have been class players. Uh, and also, these are guys that either have had a win or three top tens, you know, in their last, like, six starts. So, form, I think, is kind of 
of important here. Also, a little bit of experience. Other than Jordan Spieth, you haven't seen really a lot of young guys here win lately, taking out Spieth and McElroy. So that's kind of what I'm looking at as well. And I'm also looking at guys that hit greens. These are tough greens to hit. And you mentioned Aaron Clark. What was the winning score? I believe five under 275. This is, of course, a par 70 track at Royal St. George. So you're going to want to look at those guys that just can grind it out a little bit. It, the last Open Championship played a little bit like a U.S. Open. So the guys I'm going to be on this week, I'm going to be on Brooks Kapka. I'm probably going to end up on Jordan Speed because I think he got to fit well at a course like this where you can work the ball around a little bit where his waywardness off the tee isn't necessarily going to punish him. Paul Casey is certainly a guy I would look at. Uh, obviously, the one thing that he has not done in his career is win a major championship, arguably one of the best players not to win a major when you look at guys currently out there for their career. So that's a bit what I am looking at this week and just trying to catch guys at the right numbers. But more often than not, you're not going to get a guy way off the grid win here. It's going to be a proven class player. All right, very good. I'll continue that conversation with you on the other side. And we'll also get into some of your initial thoughts for week one lines in the NFL. We are not that far away from week one in the NFL, believe it or not. We'll return. Keep it with us on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM. 
from the King of Sportsbooks. Sign up today with $100, win $100 rather, if you place a $1 wager on any NBA Finals game and either team hits a three-pointer. Regardless of your bet's outcome, simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the Finals more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. if you have a problem. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. 800-889-9789 and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Finishing up our conversation on the Open Championship. It'll take place next week in Sandwich, England at Royal St. George's. Your odds-on favorite right now is John Rahm. He was trading in the neighborhood of 10-1 to 1, and really he has dipped all the way down to 8-1 to 1 or even lower in some stores off of his performance at the Scottish Open. Did not win it, but was absolutely right there in the mix and actually led after a couple of rounds in that competition. Uh, did not end up getting into the playoff. Matthew Fitzpatrick did, did not win it, but his odds have been cut as well. A lot of guys that played well in the Scottish Open, we have seen their odds be cut. But Wes, uh, you and I both show support for Brooks Kepka and Jordan Spieth, and I think for very similar reasons. You also go with Paul Casey, an Englishman. I have an Englishman on my card in Terrell Hatton, and we've talked about being a home game for these guys, and sometimes I like to stay away from that. We saw Tommy Fleetwood really succumb to the pressure when it was played at Royal Birkdale in 2017, and with that course being right in his backyard, it was a tough spotlight to to handle for Tommy Fleetwood. I think Terrell Hatton can maybe handle this. He, I mean, this guy's the 11th-ranked player in the world, and he's been through enough of these things. We've seen his prowess for Lynx Golf, where he's had a great deal of success, and, and I think he's got a good shot here. You mentioned Paul Casey, maybe the best player uh, in the world without a major title to his credit. Uh, what about anybody else on the board? I don't know if you've made any other plays, but anybody else that you're considering to get down on in the outright market? Well, I'm waiting to see how high the price is going to go, especially if it can get somewhere upwards to about 50 to 1 is where I would be looking. It's not quite there yet. And actually, uh, you know, I'm looking at a couple spots. I think at BetMGM right now I'm seeing 66 to 1 on uh, Tommy Fleetwood. And that would be an absolute take for me. I know he didn't. He was, you know, played solid this week, all under, four, all under par rounds, finished basically in the top 25 at the Scottish Open. He was runner-up last year, lost in a playoff to Aaron Rye. But Tommy Fleetwood, I think, has shown a little bit of signs. And I think he might be ignored this week because a couple years ago, Brady, he was kind of the in vogue player. And remember, he finished runner-up to Shane Lowry at Royal Portrush. It was like, okay, this is the major he's going to win. He's going to win an Open Championship or he's going to win a U.S. Open member a few years ago. He's runner-up to Brooks Kepka at Shinnecock, and it really hasn't happened. He's kind of tumbled a little bit down the world ranking, still in the top 25, but just has not gotten a lot of wins, still has not won on American soil. That doesn't apply, obviously, this week over in Sandwich, Kent, England, but I like if I can get him in that 50 to 1 or target range with Tommy Fleetwood, that would be where I would look here. And uh, and I don't want to misquote myself on, on the BetMGM thing. I think that was odds. It says U.S. Open Championship. So I don't know if that's just worded wrong. Maybe they don't have him up or maybe it was just a misprint. So keep in mind what you're betting with that price. But I saw Fleetwood 66. That might be for next year's U.S. Open. And that's actually what it says here on this BetMGM site. But like like I said with uh, Fleetwood, I just wanted to correct that. With Fleetwood, if he's around 50 to 1, I think that he is a take. I think he's going to be a little bit under the radar this week. We know the main guys that are going to be targeted, the, the usual suspects, Rom, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Rory, Justin Thomas played very well with the top 10 finish at the Scottish Open this week. Xander Schauffele was also in the top 10 with the T10 finish. So he is going to be targeted, and we know he's always near the top in majors, and he was there for the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. I think he ended 
ended up finishing tied for seventh. So the usual guys, Louis Ustazen, obviously the last two majors, he's been right there for, for to have chances to get the trophy at the end. But he's now cut to, you know, 25, 30 to one. Usually you get Louis at 50 to one or 66 to one. So now you're not really getting a bargain on that price. No, absolutely not. I do want to update real quick uh, a situation here at Petco Park. John Gray, the pitcher for the Colorado Rockies, uh, went to bunt and popped it up. Uh, Ryan Weathers, the pitcher for the San Diego Padres, went to field that and tag him out as he ran down the first baseline. And Weathers, as he reached out to tag Gray, kind of jammed his knee there and was laying on the ground, really writhing in pain. Uh, he is now being moved, uh, removed from the game, kind of limping off the field being helped off by a couple of the members of the Padres staff there but uh, certainly an unfortunate incident for Ryan Weathers looks like uh, he will be injured how soon he will come back uh, we don't know I doubt if he's going to be coming back into this game still a scoreless ball game there at Petco Park between the Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres uh, Wes want to move over into the world of football here the NFL will be kicking off on September the 9th and actually the preseason will kick kick off in less than 30 days from now. The Hall of Fame game will feature the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys on August the 5th. And that opener, that Thursday night where we have uh, seen the Super Bowl champion host the opener on Thursday night for, uh, gosh, maybe a decade or so now at least, that'll be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys, also in action in that game as well. And I think you and I had a very similar reaction when we saw this schedule come out and then it was maybe just a few days after the schedule was released that we saw the lines come out. In my mind, I made Tampa Bay a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Dallas in that first game on September the 9th. And then the line popped out at six-and-a-half, and I was like, wow, that seems like a lot of points to give the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, what we remember, uh, what we remember in our mind is Dallas being awful without Dak Prescott, who was injured relatively early in the season, and they, they just really went south from there. I thought they had a good draft, adding a lot of defensive players. I think this Dallas team is actually pretty good, and I didn't think they deserved to be catching a touchdown from Tampa Bay in week one. Yeah, I don't either, and it's mostly six and a half in the market. I would obviously want to get seven. You may have to pay a little bit if you want to get that to that key number, but what you were saying about Dallas, look, the offense was still okay even with Andy Dalton. Obviously, it's going to drop off from the numbers Dak was putting up because he was putting up career numbers. Now, the defense wasn't putting up career numbers, and that was the problem with the Dallas Cowboys and also the fact that uh, defenses could also key on that run game so you had Zeke Elliott had career low numbers as did Tony Pollard I expect that Dallas is going to be able to run the ball better I expect Dak uh, to be back in terms of full health so look offensively I think that this Cowboys team is going to be fine now have the defense has they have they made enough upgrades and really their past defense is where they were really dreadful but we know they spent it on defense in the first round they got Micah Parsons the linebacker out of Penn State's going to have to replace Sean Lee who is now in retirement so yeah I thought this was number was a little high against an offense that I think should be able to score and that's always uh it's always a little bit taxed in on that that ring and banner night so to speak where Tampa Bay you know they're gonna have likely a full stadium down there in Tampa at old Raymond James uh and the fans are going to be obviously into it, celebrating their conquering heroes that won uh, the Super Bowl last year. So I thought that that number was a little bit high. I think maybe you'll see sevens pop a couple places. And then immediately, like anything with key numbers, once you see that pop, you're going to see money come in and it's basically going to kind of trade back and forth really throughout the summer. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think we'll ever see it get to seven and a half. You're, if you get to seven, uh, some people are going to buy that, and uh, you're right. It'll toggle between six and a half and seven, and, and it may even close at six. We will see, uh, but certainly an interesting one to get the year started with a couple of marquee teams. Uh, I think this is an interesting game as well, Wes. You've got the Jacksonville Jaguars playing in division against the Houston Texans, and Jacksonville, uh, a team that won, what, one game last mm -hmm. year, is favored on the road with a brand-new rookie quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in the draft. They are 
favored on the road at Houston. Basically, the consensus price is two and a half here across the board in Las Vegas, and there are some threes out there as well. Our colleague Will Hill made a very interesting note here why he is playing Jacksonville, because he believes when it is finally announced that Deshaun Watson will not play in this game at quarterback for the Houston Texans, you're going to see this line shoot up, maybe all the way to four and a half, five, or even six. So he feels getting it at two and a half now in favor of Jacksonville is putting him in a good position come later, two months from now, when we could see a completely different line. From a number standpoint, I think absolutely correct, but you also got to look at a spot standpoint. You mentioned a rookie quarterback. You got a rookie head coach, albeit not a rookie. I mean, he's very experienced, but not at the NFL level. So, you know, laying some points to Houston, and I think so much of it is just unknown because we don't know yet of Deshaun Watson's status. So who's going to play quarterback for this team? But situation-wise, I could only land on Houston here because if you remember Jacksonville last year, you mentioned that one game. And remember the Indianapolis Colts with all the expectations, Phillip Rivers coming in at quarterback, and they were laying over a touchdown on the road. That was the only game Jacksonville won that year. So, you know, you don't want to get your preseason handicap in terms of like your season wins of how you think a team is going to be. This is still a game-by-game, one-game situational handicap. So the Houston Texans are going to hear all summer how bad they're supposed to be and how dysfunctional. But, you know, these guys still have pride. These guys are still professional players. It's like uh, what you say about college. They're on scholarship, too. Well, they're on contract as well. So these guys are going to want to show something. And I think, look, if you got it under the three in the key number, I think that's a good play. But if this goes up a little bit more, I would be more prone to be on Houston here. I'm not you got to convince me of Jacksonville having really been a deserved favorite on the road, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I think this is an ugly dog that looks uh, attractive to me, and I would wait because I think what Will Hill is saying is is probably true to some point. We're going to see that line increase uh, once fans realize there's not going to be Deshaun Watson playing for the Texans. I'd be with you. Wait for this number to get a little higher and then maybe jump in on the ugly dog there in that matchup. That's two hours in the books. We'll be back on the other side. More Green Zone presented by BetMGM coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.